Welcome. I'm Dr. Angela Mazza, a thyroid endocrine and metabolism specialist with an integrated practice in Central Florida. As our listeners know, my goal for this podcast is define and demystify the thyroid gland and thyroid-related medical conditions. By providing information in an easy-to-understand format, I hope to help patients better understand the ways in which their bodies work and to help them thrive. My friend and co-host Don Sheffield is here. (laughs) Thanks for working with me on episode 27. You know what? There is no way I'd miss a show about well, you know, one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> Leaky gut. Dun, dun, dun. That's right, folks. Today's show is about <laughs> leaky gut. Again. Again. <laughs> Part three. <laughs> Listeners just can't seem to get enough of this topic, nor can we. In fact, today's show was specifically requested by a cherished listener in the UK. But before we get into leaky gut, one thing I want to call attention to is this. This is our 27th episode. Can you believe it? No, no, I can't. A part of me can. That's not really, that's not 100% true. Um, I I didn't anticipate not making it to 27, um, but I do think that it merits some sort of, I don't know, maybe a serenade of queen-sized trumpets. <laughs> okay, that was a serenade of queen-sized <laughs> trumpets. No, no, it wasn't. It was a dog toy. That's a squirrel dog toy with a squeaker because we do not have any trumpets. Low budget. We, we my don't friend. have budget for trumpets. No, no, no trumpets. <laughs> no. Uh, but actually, the truth is, I think I do believe we're up to 27 episodes. I'm not surprised we could get this far at all. It's just the reason I hesitated is because I'm not sure we really planned to get this far. We had a ton of episodes. episode ideas but did we ever talk about how many we thought we might actually accomplish no 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 i don't think so we just boldly dove in as we like to do on the show how we do and here we are recording our second episode of 2024 we started the show in early ish 2022 so we're in our third calendar year that is truly remarkable. It is. And we are nowhere near close to running out of topics. Oh my gosh, that's right. And they multiply. They're always multiplying. It's it's really marvelous. <laughs> truly. Every topic gives us ideas for more topics. And we started with what felt like an inexhaustible supply. We did. I think the thing is we both have so much passion for helping thyroid patients, other patients like me, that it would be tough to quit now. And for one example, our previous show on thyroid cancer, that's episode 26, was really crucial. And I'm not saying it because we did it, but because it was remarkably informative and yet it was so easy to understand. I liked how we presented the facts, but without any unnecessary scariness. Right. One thing, it can be a real challenge to carve out the time it takes to create, produce, and edit this show. But you know what helps? Our listeners are just as passionate about this effort as we are. That's so motivating. It it really keeps me going. Well, me too. It, it really excites me. And speaking of our listeners, all of our effort is for them, literally. No one is paying us to do this. Um, and you heard our special <laughs> effects. I mean, honestly, you know, that's trumpets. Okay. But when we started this show, never did I imagine... Leaky gut would be a fan favorite, did you? Not in a million years. No. (laughs) And for those who do not want to hear one more word about leaky gut ever again, we understand that too. 
I was absolutely appalled by today's topic, the first time Dr. Mazza mentioned it to me. So we both understand a lack of interest and perhaps, frankly, revulsion. But I turned my initial reaction, revulsion, around first to understand and then to get real serious about it so I know other folks can too. And as we mentioned earlier, at least one listener in the UK is still interested in this topic. At least one. At least one. So I think lots of folks want to see if they have this condition and to see if they can help reduce its potentially damaging effects. As our listeners know, Dawn, you have not been diagnosed with leaky gut. No, I am not. But yet you are so deeply passionate about the subject. What is up with that? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, just cut to the heart of it. Yeah. Uh, true. I have not been diagnosed yet only because I have not been tested and I don't really want to be tested. Why? You may ask. I choose to live as if I do have it because one, so many Hashimoto thyroiditis patients like me have it. So chances are good. And two, more importantly, you and I believe the gut is where either vibrant glowing health or debilitating illness can begin. So regardless of whether I have leaky gut or not, I want a healthy gut full of happy, balanced, beneficial bacteria. Doesn't everybody? Um, I want those balanced, beneficial bacteria that we all need in our gut. And I want them doing their crucial jobs really well. Yes, that's the whole thing. In fact, we're doing this third installment on leaky gut because, as we previously mentioned, a listener from the UK requested that we visit the subject. So here's part of their letter. I'm just going to read this off. Um, I understand that leaky gut is commonly associated with Hashimoto thyroiditis. Is it possible that it can be associated with other diseases of the thyroid? For example, would someone who'd originally developed Graves' disease and had undergone radioactive iodine treatment resulting in hypothyroidism still be susceptible to leaky gut? Well, the answer is yes, yes, yes. So, um... Any, any thyroid issue can be associated with leaky gut. Now, specifically with Graves' disease, so Graves' disease, just as a quick review, um, is overactive thyroid, but autoimmune, just like Hashimoto thyroiditis is autoimmune. Um, so anything autoimmune has the potential to be associated with leaky gut because remember that triangle of autoimmunity. So that's um, a third of that triangle is genetics. The other third is environmental factors. Um, and then the final third is the gut. So, um, with Graves disease, it's it, now to say, okay, so someone with Graves disease is treated with radioactive iodine. Now the radioactive iodine doesn't take away the autoimmune condition. It just shuts down the thyroid. So just like if you had your thyroid taken out for Graves disease, doesn't fix the autoimmune part. It just takes out the thyroid from the, from the equation. So you're not having the symptoms of hyperthyroidism. So yes, um, anybody with Graves disease, whether undergone radioactive iodine treatment or not, um, can still, uh, be susceptible to leaky gut. That's an incredibly insightful question. And I'm really embarrassed to say I never thought of that. It's really, it was a good question. Yes, yes, yes. And that question will be very hard to top. I'm so grateful that listener. I know. Please keep sending in questions. That was great. Um, And I bet that listener is going to be interested in this next part, too. After two previous leaky gut shows, 
What do you think folks might still not realize? What important points do you want to add to this conversation? Well, I think a term that a lot of people might not be familiar with is dysbiosis. So I want to spell that for you, Don. Okay, thank you. <laughs> D-Y-S, B as in boy, I-O-S-I-S. But let's start first with the gut microbiome. So the microbiome refers to the good and bacteria of certain areas of our bodies. We have microbiomes of our skin, our mouths, even our eyes. And good and bad in all the all, all the air places. Okay. But the microbiome we're referring to in this case is the gut microbiome. If you thought we were mainly made of human cells, you were dead wrong. We are way outnumbered by the cells of our gut microbiome. Wow. Our gut microbiome is critical to life as we know it. We can't live without it, and we never have. Our microbiome has changed as we have evolved, and our own personal microbiome changes as we age. Our microbiome has some genetic influences, of course, like anything, um, and it even varies depending upon whether we're born vaginally or via C-section. As we go through time, our microbiome adapts and changes to our living environment, what viruses and bacteria infections we might get, what vaccinations we receive, what antibiotics or medicines we receive. Our diet plays a huge part in shaping our microbiome. Should I even mention the influence of stress? We can oh. guess. We can guess. <laughs> the thing is our microbiome has many important functions. One of the key jobs of the microbiome involves our immune system. It helps to train the local gut immune system and makes chemical signals that influence our immune system in distant part of our bodies. Not to mention the role our gut microbiome plays in micronutrient absorption, so vitamin synthesis, cholesterol metabolism, fermentation, the list goes on and on. There is a whole expansive field of study regarding the gut microbiome. And there are certain strains of bad bacteria that have been specifically linked to autoimmune thyroid disease. That could be a whole episode in and of itself. And you know, that's a show I'd love to do. <laughs> that's really crucial information. But it's when the good and the bad bacteria become off-balance in a negative way. That's when we call it dysbiosis. Dysbiosis is one of the most critical elements in developing leaky gut. But rest assured, we can get those good bacteria back on track. Uh, a good probiotic is an excellent place to start. In fact, we even had a different listener ask a question regarding a specific bacteria called Ackermansia. This bacteria is really exciting and has been in recent news. Ackermansia is a very good and beneficial bacteria. It's been found to have all sorts of potential benefits, including blood sugar control and improving overall metabolic health. It's even been touted as helping with weight loss. So stay tuned for more information on this exciting bacteria. It's called Acromantia. You had me you at heard weight it. loss. You heard, you heard it here first. <laughs> you had me at weight loss. Wow. That's, wow. I did hear it here first, actually. Yes. Another aspect of leaky gut that I'd like to take a moment to discuss, which we have never previously mentioned, is the possibility that some folks with leaky gut might have an infection. So bacteria like Shigella and Salmonella, yeast, mainly candida, and parasites can be a problem for some folks with gut issues. Plus, there's a condition known as SIBO, S-I-B-O, or small bacterial bowel overgrowth. Not to say gut infections apply to everyone, and there are really good treatments if they're diagnosed. Uh, this might sound scary, but these gut infections, especially in persons who aren't responding to usual gut therapies, may need to be addressed. 
let's take a minute for a couple of important reminders. We put these um, away from the beginning uh, intentionally so that we could get to our UK listeners' questions sooner, just in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> it might seem like a strange placement, but when we refer to the gut, that's shorthand for stomach, large intestine, and small intestine. Second, leaky gut simply means a gut that is too permeable, allowing the contents of our digestive system to pass through much too quickly and not in an orderly, fully processed way. This unprocessed material that is not fully filtered leaks into our internal environment prematurely, not in the safe, fully processed way our body needs. That is, it leaks in before all the nutrients have been properly extracted by the various highly coordinated actions of our digestive system. Also, when this happens, viruses, toxins, and the bad bacteria we also harbor cannot be properly neutralized. Our bodies are not made to handle this chaotic process, so leaky gut can cause a negative effect locally um, in the gut, like IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, or it might even manifest as a nearly systemic inflammatory response throughout the body. And our bodies become aware that the leaked material perceived as an invader has gotten past our defenses, and in a way it has. When our immune system gets alerted about this threat, it can mistakenly attack various unrelated organs and or cause various health problems that don't even seem related to digestion. Hashimoto's thyroiditis, for one, an inflammatory thyroid condition, can be directly linked to leaky gut. Yes. And Hashimoto's is the leading cause of hypothyroid, that is low thyroid. But referring back to our UK listener's question, Hashimoto's is just one of many serious problems leaky gut can cause. To learn how digestion is supposed to work and so much more about leaky gut, as well as how a healthy digestive tract should function, please listen to our previous episodes, numbers eight and nine. They're titled Leaky Gut and Leaky Gut Part Two. Appropriately. How clever. Yes. What we eat and drink should be thoroughly digested by staying in and following the entire course of our digestive processes. As what we take in properly passes through the entire digestive tract in an orderly way, nutrients are pulled out of it. And what's left over, like indigestible fiber, for one example, passes from us as stool, also known as feces. But a leaky gut, in contrast to a healthy gut, is like an old yard hose left out in the sun too long. It might look okay, but it could have millions of weak spots and microscopic splits where water can leak out into the yard before it gets all the way to the sprayer nozzle. The water that passes right through that weakened hose can flood an area where watering might not be appropriate or needed, possibly damaging the plants. You wouldn't want water gushing all over your cactus garden, for one. No, I do not. <laughs> that doesn't need so much water. But without the sprayer nozzle allowing to control it, it just goes wherever. Similarly, in the human body, a leaky gut might trigger chronic inflammatory conditions. Chronic inflammation is not the same as when you get localized swelling with a sprained ankle. Chronic inflammation can impact you internally. Leaky gut is a gastrointestinal absorption problem that can very negatively impact us anywhere in our body. And knowing that 70% of our entire immune system is housed in our gut, 
Now, more than ever, our gut has to be carefully nurtured like that garden to maintain our health and vitality. Once I learned about the gut immune system connection, I was sold on the value of this effort. And I imagine lots of other folks are too. And you know what? We'd really like to hear from them. Yes, we would. Also, as always, I have to remind our listeners, there is a zero leaking outside of the body with leaky gut. Leaky gut is an entirely internal condition, 100% internal. Seems I can't say that enough. It really bears repeating. <laughs> it that I think is one of the biggest, maybe the biggest misconception that immediately repulses people and turns them <laughs> off that they don't realize that. So I'm really glad you said that again. <laughs> and I always like to provide our listeners with a game plan. So when it comes to leaky gut, we want to one, test for intestinal permeability issues if possible. Two, remove inflammatory factors. So as far as foods, I recommend starting by removing gluten and pasteurized dairy. You may want to do food sensitivity testing to see what causes you specifically inflammation. Please don't look at this as something that has to be done for forever. The goal is to simply not put fuel on this fire. As for other factors, control the controllables, stress, alcohol, toxins. Number three, replace good things like micronutrients and beneficial bacteria. Number four, Heal the gut with tools in our gut toolbox, like glutamine, aloe vera, colostrum, collagen, butyrate, quercetin, etc. You can refer to episode eight in particular for a bit more information on that. Number five, treat infections if they're there. I hope we've left listeners wanting to know even more about leaky gut. Understanding it is crucial to our health and to our survival. We'd love to hear from listeners. If they want to hear more about this subject, please let us know. That's why I wanted to do this podcast, to provide life-saving education and to encourage folks to see a doctor in time to prevent or minimize damage. That's deeply fulfilling. I enjoy helping folks understand how all aspects of their lives are tied to both thyroid and overall health. As always, my goal is to help us live more fulfilling lives by taking control of our health and thus feel our best. In fact, that's why I went into endocrinology. It's a medical art that combines science with the study of our lives and all that they encompass. Our next episode, number 28, will be all about polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS and menopause and their relationship to the thyroid. We'll be interviewing a renowned expert on female health, Dr. Felice Gersh. I'm so excited. Me too. She's like my idol. Rock star. <laughs> She's a rock star. As always, we hope our listeners will continue listening to Thyroid Talk with Dr. Angela Mazza. And yes, I agree. I might wanted to add, yes, she is. Um, that episode will be epic. Uh, we have many more interesting episodes as well and guests planned. We'll build on today's foundation and cover many topics we hope you'll find meaningful. So now to recap just some of what we covered in this episode, not necessarily in this order. Leaky gut is like an old garden hose, but entirely inside the body. Thank goodness. Causes of leaky gut. I know that stresses you so No, not, you know what? It doesn't stress just me. It stresses a lot of people. You know what? The first time that I think the very first time we talked about this, I told you that I had mentioned it to someone that I knew and her response was, gross so yes you know that was my clue that 
yes. that that this is an anxiety an anxious an anxiety causing situation um and until you know yeah, I it's think. like until, it's a stress it, it, well yeah until you know then you can just let that worry go um so now I don't know where I was. <laughs> Causes of leaky gut. I'll just go back and say I'm it again. Sorry, That's uh, not your fault. The crucial role of the gut microbiome in life. Infections of the gut. How we can help to heal leaky gut. And best of all, we learned that we can impact our thyroid health. As Dr. Mazza mentioned, in our next episode, number 28, we'll discuss polycystic ovary syndrome PCOS, and its complex relationship to the thyroid, we'll interview Felice Gersh, MD, whose book, written with Alexis Perella, is titled PCOS SOS, and she has other materials, too, that we'll mention, um, very important other materials. Um, Dr. Maz's book, Thyroid Talk, an integrative guide to optimal thyroid health, is now available on Amazon. There is an online master course related to the book to help guide us to optimal thyroid health. It's entirely online, live, but also recorded for future reference. Participants can share their questions and concerns if they want to, optional, and get customized information on how to work toward healing. And I think like the the live interactive kind of coaching sessions, it's the best part because it's really like, like a part that. of a thyroid community. Yeah, I really like that. And it helps me to see what I, I don't want anyone else to be struggling with anything, but it, it helps you to feel like, oh, well, There's I'm not other alone people out and this there. person also had that issue. And right. yeah, that's very helpful. So the online course helps us walk the talk to energize our lives. And for more information, you can check out thrivethyroid.com or forward your name and email to thyroidtalk.maza at gmail.com. You can also contact Dr. Maza's website, metaboliccenterforwellness.com. The initial webinar coordinates with the online masterclass. So the masterclass has modules that cover topics like diagnosis of thyroid issues, personalized treatment, gut healing, much, much more, plus some bonus modules that cover topics like specifically the Hashimoto thyroiditis, Graves, hair loss, um, some recipes. So it's kind of cool. This, yeah, the specific ones are very good. I find those to be very helpful. And again, I know now I do mention this every single time. It's your time that is the most valuable commodity there. <laughs> the time the time you put into it, by the way, is remarkable. Oh, well, thank you. <clears throat> it's really impressive. And for information on at least some of the supplements we may discuss on the show, please visit the wellness store at metaboliccenterforwellness.com. Full disclosure, I personally use and I carry supplements by Douglas Laboratories and Pure Encapsulations in both my office and at our online site. Please stay in touch. Check me out on YouTube, the website at metaboliccenterforwellness.com, as well as Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We welcome your input. Please submit your questions, comments, and show ideas the to thyroidtalk.maza at gmail.com. That's an email address. We may disclose your general location on air, the city or town, for example, or the UK, for, for <laughs> another example. But we will not read your name nor your address on the show. We reserve the right to edit your input as necessary. And we need to add here, we're getting a lot of letters and questions now. Dr. Maza reads every single one. I do. I know you do. You really do. But although these questions are gold to us, we can't respond to most of them 
to the vast majority. Dr. Mazza has a medical staff on site, of course, but they do not work on the podcast. Surprisingly, perhaps we do not have a podcast staff, unlike, I think, many other shows. Most, maybe yeah, most. I'm pretty sure other shows do. Many, many, many. <laughs> yeah, I know some do. Dr. Mazza has to carefully carve out the time just to do this show. And FYI, she's the technical person, the editor, the computer expert, all of it. That's why when things go awry. <laughs> I'm, bla- I, I'm behind I, it. I, I, I see again. I'm not <laughs> saying it to place any point. No, when things go awry, guess who? Uh, yeah, let's just, let's guess who causes the most number no, no, of problems. No. I think we're about even. Let's call it even, shall we? Even, Stephen. Okay, very good. <laughs> Anywho, when we do have a podcast staff. I want their first job. I want, as if it matters. I want their first job. <laughs> okay, <to be>. Dawn. <laughs> Gosh, take charge. I want their first job. I'm just going with it now. I want their first job to be acknowledging and thanking every single listener who's ever written in and who will ever write in in the future. Until then, please. So you're going to have a management position. Hey, that's right. That's exactly right. I'm on, I'm having a fantasy here. It's just, let me just roll in with it. So until then, please know that if your question is not used on the show and you also get no response, we're still so grateful. And your input, I almost got weepy for a minute. Your input is carefully considered every single time. We, we really hate not being able to individually respond to you, but we do try. Wow. And finally, please don't forget to ask your healthcare provider any specific questions regarding your wellness. This podcast is meant for educational purposes only.